I used to go to my football games and root for my team to lose. (laughs) 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 Like that's so I don't know if I'm the best person to ask. Welcome to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. Javier Ortiz. What's up, nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. All right. This is our arbitration series where we discuss the facts of two similar movies based on shared topics, pass judgment, and provide our verdict. Today, we're comparing the early 2000s high school football movies, Remember the Titans and Friday Night Lights. Remember the Titans was released in 2000. It was directed by Boaz Yakin and written by Gregory Allen Howard. It starred Denzel Washington, Will Patton, Wood Harris, Ryan Hurst, and a whole slew of future A and B list stars. Uh, The plot of the movie is based on the true story of a newly appointed African-American coach and his high school team in their first season as a racially integrated unit. Friday Night Lights was released in 2004. It was directed by Peter Berg, written by David Aaron Cohen. It starred Billy Bob Thornton, Lucas Black, Garrett Hedlund, Derek Luke, and another group of future stars. This movie is also based on a true story and was adapted from H.G. Bissinger's book, which profiled the economically depressed town of Odessa, Texas, and their heroic high school football team, the Permian High Panthers. So we'll be comparing these movies on the following topics. The coaches' speeches... The community pressure, music. I added teams and players, and then characters, the the supporting characters. Oh, and JJ, I'm going to throw one in there at the end, just to sprinkle in on the end to talk about the truthfulness of each of these movies. Mm, good call. It's going to be pretty depressing when I get to that point. <laughs> good call. Yeah, they, yeah. I have. I was thinking. I was going to riddle that throughout, so I'll wait till the end. Oh, it's 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 bad on both accounts, but very bad on one. <laughs> very bad. All right, so. Uh, let's get started. Let's just jump right in with the coaches and their speeches and how that it all integrated. Uh, what'd you guys think? I want to ask everyone just who who has seen these movies before. So this is Mattson here. I have seen both these movies quite a bit. I I, I like both of them, but I'm just curious the rest of our crew if if you guys have seen both. I saw Remember the Titans several times, like probably like ten times. But I've, this was my first time watching Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I'd seen them both, but it had been a while for Friday Night Lights. Um, I had definitely seen them both. I, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen Remember the Titans. It's one of Casey's favorite movies. So we probably watch it two or three times a year at least just because she loves it. And I love it too. It's it's a great movie. Friday Night Lights um, is one of my top five football movies. Um, and so just based on football. But it's I love that movie as well. I've seen it a handful of times. Not as many as you might think. But I do really enjoy that movie as well. Yeah, so we got – who do we got? We got Billy Bob Thornton as uh, – I can't remember his name. Why can I not remember his name? Gaines. I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Gaines. Yeah, Gaines. Coach Gaines. Coach Gaines. Good call on that one. Gary Gaines. And Coach Boone. Gary Gaines. And then we got Boone. Not to be confused with Coon. Yeah, so terrible. That's so bad. So bad. Jeez. That movie does make me cringe quite a bit when I watch it in certain places because of the reality of it all. Which coach do I like more? I guess one may not have to talk about that yet. But I think the reason I want to include the coach in the speeches, both of these movies are riddled throughout where the coach gives uh, speeches to the team. I would say Friday Night Lights, Coach Gaines, he sticks more to the narrative of can you be perfect? That speech that he gives at the beginning of the season and then kind of concludes it where Coach Boone, I feel like 
His ongoing theme, obviously, is the racial racial tension uh, throughout the movie that T.C. Williams is going through. And, and both of them carry an emotional weight into me in a very, very different way, but still get the point across of trying to unify and galvanize their teams. Wait, are we talking about the coaches or the acting? I mean, it kind of goes together, but the coaches is like the the way it lays in because we don't have like an acting category. So mm, that's fair. So I think as far as acting goes, I think it's really hard to compete with Denzel Washington. Like true, especially like this was his prime man. Like he, he did a, such a good job there, but I actually kind of like coach Boone a little bit better just because I feel like there was more of an uphill battle for him. Like there was more at stake for coach Boone than there was for Billy Gaines. Bob. Games. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I didn't feel maybe I'd missed it or something like that, but I felt like there was maybe one or two decent coaching speeches from Coach Gaines. And other than that, he just kind of yelled, wake up and play football. And that's all I wake up, wake up. <laughs> Dude, I hated that. Wake up, wake up, get out there, tackle football. Yeah. Yeah. It was so I, I don't know. Maybe I had missed some of his, but I really enjoyed coach boone's character and even coach yotes um like his character development since we're talking about coaches and speeches for him to go from somebody who is kind of a little more coddly like and by by the end kind of gets a little more fire in him and kind of seeing that development and the coaches on remember the titan side i like that a lot more not only that but like coach yotes while he's not a full-blown racist he's still kind of racist Right? Like, he still kind of grew up and lives in this town full of racist bigots. And so, like, he's not as bad as everyone else. And I think they go out of their way to make sure you know that he's not as prejudiced as everyone else. But, like, it's still a hurdle for him to get through to, like, work under a black man and, like, work with all these black kids. And I kind of appreciate that. See, and what I like about that is I kind of lean the other way, Javier. I think I don't think he was a race man. I don't think he had issue with race. I think what he had issue with was this is a man that dedicated his last, what was it, eight years to this school. Um, he was on his, on the verge of getting put into the Hall of Fame, and all of a sudden the rug gets pulled out from under him, not based on merit or based on the ability or knowledge of the ability I mean, he, the man's only been coaching that he can recollect at least say for five years that he did anything, right? So all of a sudden, this has come out of him. But it's easy for everyone, including us as the viewer, to look at Coach Yost and go, he has some racial tension to him because he's upset about these things. I don't think he was ever upset about the coming together of the races. I think it was a matter – and being racist at all, I think it was a matter of he got wronged and that – was translated to everyone around him as a racist act, being upset about that situation and how he took it out on Boone for being aggressive and for, you know, not taking care of his daughter and all these different things. I, I don't know that it was as much racially charged as we like to think it was with Yost because of the situation, but I think it's a good actual representation of real life. I think there's people that get accused of being all sorts of things, not just racist because of other situations that they're dealing with. And it just looks the easiest thing for us to translate that into is racism, bigotry, whatever you want to call it, sexism, any number of things. Well, the part that I'm talking about is when he, when Boone offers Yost the job of assistant coach. And I get where you're coming from because Yost responds with, you mean work under you? And Boone's like, well, that's how you see it. And he's like, good night, coach. And like kicks him out of his house. So 
I think there, I think you can make the argument that you're making JJ that he's just pissed that the guy who stole his job has the audacity to ask him to be an assistant coach. But I think I can also make the argument that a black guy in Virginia stole his job and then asked him to be his assistant coach. You could. And yeah. I, and there's no, and I am. there's no argument either way on the other, on either side of it. The only annoying thing, Javier, if you go, if you go after this and read all the, the facts about what was actually true in this movie, that's where some of the racial ch- tension stuff, a lot of it actually didn't exist in the way the film portrayed. And I'll get into it at the end. And so that's why it kind of dilutes some of that because a lot of what was portrayed just wasn't true. It had already happened like six years before that but they really laid into it and I totally get why and it worked. But having known that now, when I just watch this again, it really detracted from that. Cause I was like, Oh, this isn't actually how it went, but they did a good job making me believe it did. Sure. The adaptation's amazing, right? It's epic. It's, rem- it's memorable. It's got a great m- moral lesson and a great, you know, it- it's just a great all around story. But like Matson's saying, it's, it's very fabricated. A lot of artistic license was taken with that movie. That doesn't take away from the coaches in this and how they acted. I, I definitely agree. I think, I mean, you can't compete with Denzel, but for me, Coach Yost was really someone that I found myself gravitating towards quite a bit because of his character development and, and getting brushed aside, humbling himself to be that defensive coach and then helping them get to that state title. But what I think was really interesting is he actually stayed under uh, Coach Boone for four more years, and I can see why he did that. And I think um, the acting from what's what's the the actor's name that played Coach Yost, Will Patton. He did a great job in making me believe that that character would have stayed for four more years because of just the depth that he showed in that role. I really liked it, but I really like Billy Bob Thornton, and I think the reason I really like Gary Gaines is because having played football, to me, that's a more realistic realistic representation of a coach, and it's probably more so because it's a little more modern take on a coach. I can't tell you what a 1970s football coach did and how they acted and what they said, but a modern football coach, like, and I know he yells a lot and he screams, that's football coaches, man. The the assistant coach that's constantly <laughs> yelling at, like, Chris Comer, he's all up in his face, just like, hey, hey. You don't have your helmet. Where's your helmet? Yeah, what do you need? This game requires a helmet. Yeah, like that. There's coaches like that. And so it was. it's really funny for me to watch that sideline because to me that's very realistic. Though Denzel does a great job too. Like his line where he talks about, if you fumble my football, I'll break, stick my foot up your John Brown. I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts and then – you will run a mile. And then you will run a mile. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that line. And then I love when he's yelling at the referee. He's like, he's lining up off sides. And he just gets bigger and bigger till his arms like swinging up over him. He's lining up off sides. I know you see it. Right? So there's a lot of things about those two coaches that I just really, really enjoy. It's entertaining. They do a very good job. The actors playing them. So from the coaches into the community and the pressure, uh, they definitely displayed in very different ways. But I think all of the coaches involved, specifically, you know, Coach Boone, Coach Yost, and then on the flip side, Coach Gaines had different pressures from a lot of the community around them, again, for different reasons. But um, very interesting takes on football and how intense it can get. What do you guys think? You know, JJ, I'm really curious to hear what you had to say kind of about these movies, because your main criticism for Warrior was that it couldn't decide whether it was a movie about fighting or if it was a movie about the drama in the families. So 
what do you think about these football movies when they can't make up their mind between whether they're football movies or whether they're about the drama in communities? Oh, boy. I knew it was coming. You know, it's funny. I told I told Casey that I was like, Javier's going to bust my chop about these movies. I was like, because he's going to see this as the same problem that I had with uh-huh. Warrior. And it's not. It's not the same problem. Uh, of course it's not. No, of course not. Why would it be? No. Well, and I'll tell you why yeah. it wouldn't no, be. No, I'm, I'm waiting for you. Listen, son. Just just explain <laughs> it already. Why are, you, why are you monologuing? Well, because I always monologue. That's what I'm known for. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that's different and the biggest piece that's different is actually an understanding error coming from you that my biggest problem was the fact that it was didn't know if it was a fight movie or a family movie. My biggest it's problem- literally what you said. Like I did talk about that. and, and no, That's I'll, what you said. That's like a direct quote. I know. Oh, okay, cool. But I'm not. That's not my biggest problem. My biggest problem. So you missed Warrior is what you're telling me. No, 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 no. Let the man you talk. Shut up. Javier. Let me talk. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit you out talking over me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, my biggest problem with Warrior was that they did too much on either side of it. The 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 story again. Remember, the whole desertion storyline bothered the shit out of me and the whole this family's going broke on the other side bothered the shit out of me because it was just too much which muddled the whole story and didn't lean into what was the right parts of the story i love the fighting in that movie and i love the family dynamic now i don't get into fighting so i didn't need the fighting i could have watched the family dynamic and it would have been an entertaining movie for me on this flip side i love the football because i am a monstrous football fan however I do think that at some points, Friday Night Lights goes a little too far. Hmm. It takes a big man to admit that. So I no, I love Friday Night Lights. I think it's a great movie. However, the the storyline with the kid and his dad where he's got uh, like his dad's just a complete douchebag. Like drunk, um, an abusive drunk. Yeah, he's an alcoholic. So Don Billingsley, the Garrett Hedlund's character leaning in with Tom Tim McGraw, his dad. That whole storyline, I think they just took too far. I think there was too much of it. I didn't enjoy it because I you didn't need 12 scenes of his dad being a douche for me to understand the importance of his dad being not a douche at the end of the movie, right? I didn't need all of it. The other piece that I think that they leaned a little too far into in that particular movie was the amount of pressure speaking of the topic we're on that the community was giving him because there was no follow through to it. Like they threatened him and threatened him and threatened him about if you don't, don't win the state title, you're going to lose your job. We didn't lose. He lost the state title that year. He didn't lose his job. In fact, he kept coaching there for quite a long time after they lost that state title. So I felt like the movie leaned into that to give the tension and it didn't need it. There was plenty of tension in that movie. So those are two things that I actually don't love about that because it does have a similar effect on me that warrior did huh i was not expecting that well if you're gonna if you're gonna use those points of criticism on one of my favorite movies friday night lights after knowing the real facts about remember the titans although they i think they acted well in in what they were trying to drive with the the racial undertones pretty much all of it I mean, I'm just not going to talk about it yet because it's not a talking point, but it bothers me how untrue it is now. It really bothers me. It, yeah, I learned that quite a few years ago, which we'll talk about it, but it is frustrating. It make, it does detract from the movie a lot when I think about it directly. Going back to the community tensions, I really thought Friday Night Lights for me, yeah, even though maybe uh, Coach Gaines' tension wasn't as realistic as it, what it was, but how the movie portrayed it, the community pressure of Friday Night L- Football in Texas 
Friday Night Lights nailed that on the head for me. I, you felt the pressure, you, the crowd, the the tension at school with the teachers, the boosters coming in the Coach Gaines' office and talking about the plays. Go, 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 go. I mean, like the the booster dinner before all of that. I, I love that buildup, and I felt that pressure with the, the quarterback, with Billingsley, with um, Chavez. Just throughout the movie, that undertone is why I like Friday Night Lights because I felt that pressure on these high school kids and on this coach from the community. And on the flip side, remember the Titans does an amazing job playing the racial undertones and telling the story of white and black becoming unified and football as a driving force for the town. I thought it did a great job. You know, I used to work with this chick from Alabama who would talk about two things always. One, football. And two, how people in Alabama are part of the working class and us people from California, we just sit in our ivory towers, just working off the backs of their labor. And I think for that reason, I really didn't like that part of Friday Night Lights. I was like, yeah, we get it. Okay. The only way to get out of the shithole Texas is we get at football. Okay. Cool. If that's the biggest problem you guys have, I think. Like, remember the Titans is way better of a movie because it's about like civil rights and equality and working together and acceptance. And then Friday Night Lights is like, I need to be good at football so I get a scholarship. I get out of here. I'm like, ugh, just all of that was kind of too much for me. I will kind of agree with Javier. Um, I feel, <laughs> Everyone always I kind of agrees with me. <laughs> I don't feel like it's ever safe to fully agree with Javier. <laughs> but. I watching Friday Night Lights like I just I felt like it was kind of a depressing movie. The entire movie is about all this pressure and all this crap these kids are going through in high school. And it was like if I wanted to feel this way, I could just turn on the news. Like I can <laughs> play football really, again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I so I kind of struggled with Friday Night Lights and that I just felt like there wasn't it, what I what I most laughed about is there's a line in Friday Night Lights about how football's supposed to be fun. But the entire movie, like football does not seem fun. And then and remember the Titans, there's the line that like football is zero fun. Like he gets in uh, PD. PD's face. And he's like, zero, zero fun, sir. Oh, you think it's fun. Also, so first you're smiling and now you're thinking. <laughs> but then they actually do show that like football is not just like there is some a fun aspect to it. Um, and there's more than just like the pressure and the trying to get out of the town and trying to get. I don't know. There's just, it felt more realistic as to like a whole concept of what that should be. So I just really didn't care for Friday night lights from that aspect. So I'm going to throw a different perspective in that being of, I grew up in the South, spent my height, most of my high school years or part of my high school years in Kentucky down in that area. And Kentucky is, I, I grew up in like the smallest town. I mean, it's, it was tiny little town, Middlesbrough, Kentucky. And even there football was, serious shit like it was no joke it was and it was nowhere near to the extent of what you see in friday night lights now i also have lived in ohio ohio is one of the biggest ohio and california and texas are the three biggest states for producing college and pro football stars it's just statistically true ohio's is is extremely intense when it comes to its high school football i have friends that my mom lived in texas for years so Watching it, it is extremely realistic. They have news crews that are out at the football fields interviewing high school students. These guys are constantly 
wondering, are they going to get a scholarship? Are they going to get a letter? Are they going to get this offer, that offer? And it's not necessarily for them. It was about getting out of the town. And that's one thing that don't lean into as much in the movie, other than the visual pieces that you see that this town's very poor. That town of Odessa, Texas is extremely poor. It is economically just at the bottom of the rung for the most part. So for them, it really is about getting out of that town. So I, I definitely, I think it's extreme version of seeing what they're going through, but of having watched some friends and being around it in different States, it's, it's real, man. High school football in those big places where you can live and die by getting out of a town and getting a scholarship to, you know, free college that maybe you can't afford or the, the opportunity to go to college in order to boost yourself into the pros. That shit's real. And it's intense for those poor kids. Like, it's not fun, and and while it should be, it, football is a, is great fun to play. But it's a lot of times in that high school environment, it's not for those kids. It's it's working on their future career in their minds. I think I'm gonna piggyback enough of of JJ. Uh, I've watched a ton of documentaries. I'm a massive football fan, not a football player, but I've seen document after documentary after documentary, and I say that with confidence and these kids always talk about football is my way out football is my ticket football is how i'm going to take care of my mom football is how i'm going to take care of my my little sister and brother and they say that a lot whether they're at the draft or they're a juco or that ohio state whatever it is and to me that's what resonates because i've seen that happen in these documentaries these players that are interviewed so that sports side resonates to me and that's why i like that message so i just i gravitate towards that because i watch that stuff so often and it it plays into that yeah and i get that there's a lot of pressure and there's this this is can be their way out more from like an entertainment watching a movie standpoint though i don't want to watch a movie about that <laughs> yeah and that that's fair that is a very fair point absolutely it's a little depressing yeah, I 100% agree with you, Ian. No shame in agreeing with you. I've got your back 100%. I try to be agreeable. But can can I I'm going to I'm going to throw in one of the not true claims here. So the community pressure that remember the Titans actually portrays, like pretty much none of it existed because they had integrated 6 years prior to when this actually happened. And so most of the the blunt tension they show isn't there and when coach boone talks about we're the only segregated school playing all white schools that wasn't even true they tc williams was the last school to segregate um so it's just again the movie does such a good job like i wanted to believe that but now that i know it hurts me because they did such a good job well while i think like the particulars of it may may not be true i think it kind of speaks to an overall idea mm -hmm. of like schools were integrated right and they they were really rough like police actually had to be on campus on these schools to make sure that uh, these black kids weren't being you know assaulted and beaten and things like that so yeah maybe it you know this integration happened 6 years earlier but i think the point of the movie was to show that things like this actually happened Maybe not the football team coming together and singing Kumbaya on a, on a bus, but like the scene where the first day of school on September 4th or whatever, like that stuff actually happened. And I think that's, it, I think it at least draws a narrative on that, which is important. Mm -hmm. And it does it very well. Yeah, super well. Oh, yeah. You know what else that movie did very well? Is that one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard in my life? Oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
that soundtrack is I have this. I owned it. Well, I guess when I owned CDs, I owned that soundtrack. How old are you, man? <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> Just kidding. Older than all of you by a long shot. <laughs> I'm the old man. But yes, I used to and it was frequently in my six disc CD changer in my car. <laughs> <laughs> With my subwoofer and my amp. But no, it had like one of the best soundtracks ever, still to this day. Like I listened to it and I'm just like, God, I love this music. You know what I loved about Friday? So Friday night, the, the music was two very different things for me. I love the soundtrack of of Remember the Titans, but the score for Friday Night Lights to me, like there's some cool songs, like actual lyrical soundtrack songs, but the score, the actual background music in Friday Night Lights to me is amazing. Like the part where he's like at the very end of the, the film, when the poor quarterback, this kid almost gets to the goal line and he shows him kneeling back and he leans back and the football is right where he left it. It's like six inches from the goal line and he's just staring at the football and there's just that slow melodic synth piano playing in the background. Like, and you just feel that heartbreak that this kid was six inches from winning this game and moving into the state championship and doing what his mom wanted and what he wanted. Like, the the score for that movie was just so powerful and i really enjoyed the theme music that plays throughout but yeah, i just really liked the the score for that movie so i wanted to get that out there before we moved on i want to just throw in a kudos i, I honestly i disagree matson good <laughs> i think one of the reasons ian finds uh, friday night lights a little depressing is probably the score because one of my favorite songs from friday night lights is actually by a band called explosions in the sky and the song's called your hand and mine it's the instrument instrumental that actually plays quite a bit throughout the movie. And the first, it's like a six minute song or actually it's an eight minute song. I'm looking at it right now. The first like four minutes are a, kind of a slow methodical buildup. But then at the end is when the snare drum comes in and it ends on like a happy type of narrative, but they use that song kind of throughout to tie in different pieces of the story. I love that song. It's actually something I studied to quite a bit because it helped me concentrate, but it is pretty depressing at the beginning until it, kind of culminates to something happy at the end and because of that thinking about ian's comments now i can see where that would come from because that song starts very slow and depressing yeah i think it definitely adds to the the melancholy of that movie because it's a heavy movie there's a lot of heavy shit going on in that movie straight across the board so teams and players one thing i think remember the titan also does a little bit better is for me at least it helped me understand the characters uh, the football players a little bit better because in Friday Night Lights, I got and maybe it's because I've seen Remember the Titans so many times. But during Friday Night Lights, I had a hard time remembering who was who, especially when they were actually on the field playing. Whereas like in Remember the Titans, I knew exactly who everyone was, even with like their helmets on. I knew who was who. I disagree. You can disagree. It's my fucking opinion, you asshole. I know it's your <laughs> opinion and it's a wrong one because you've seen Remember the Titans more. I've seen both That's movies equally. You ever listen? You're totally wrong. Shit, you're so annoying. No, just kidding. Uh, but with that said. Wow. What was that? <laughs> Friday Night Lights only has like four players that they follow. Uh, whereas Remember the Titans, there's like 12 characters that you're following continually. So, you know, there's that. Yeah, I disagree. You can disagree all you want. I disagree with you. Oh, you're so annoying. Jeez. <laughs> that was funny. Let me jump in with my opinion, because my opinion as the, is what? I don't know, fat kid, fat old guy of this group, it's never wrong. I agree. I'm already agreeing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I, I'm agreeing with his opinion that's coming. Jeez, I just want to disagree with Javier already. <laughs> Again. 
She's so annoying. <laughs> For me, like I, I like I. I have a hard time comparing these two when it comes to the teams and players. That's one of the reasons I I separated it out from characters when we talked about that because I was like, they're two different dynamics for me. When I watch Remember the Titans, they're very likable characters. I'm rooting for them. That's partly the situation that that they portray in the movie. It's also the actors just do a really good job of me liking them or in the case of Ray, disliking them. So I get very emotionally attached to those characters. With Friday Night Lights, it's, it's, I... And again, it goes back to that football background where I love football. I, you know, I had so many friends that played football. I played football. I watched people go through some of these. I had some friends that were that would sit like the the opening scene when you see you know the introduction to all these kids and the quarterback is sitting at the table. Winchell's sitting at the table with his mom, and she's running through formations and plays and going through. Like I have a buddy that his mom did that with him like not at the day dinner table but before she would he would come home from school and or from practice usually and before he could do his homework watch tv play video games go out with friends she would go through the playbook with him and get him set up for remembering because what most people don't realize is football is extremely cerebral you have to be smart to play this game well and especially at a quarterback position because there's so many things you have to know so it's really interesting to me i just relate to those characters and what they do is such a strong yeah it it really hits home with me that i watch and i go i could really relate to what they're going through the football part of it not the shitty family part of it but the football (laughs) part of it i definitely can see that and i'm like i love to watch the realism of studying a playbook trying to remember your your programs getting your ass chewed for fumbling a football um making fun of each other because you got the wrong shoes or you got you know what i mean you so I, I really relate to that, and I, that's, for me, why I remember those characters very well and, and just enjoy that team dynamic of they're fucking shitty to each other, but when it matters, they come to, they come together. I love the part where where uh, the main guy – God, why can't I think of his name now? Booby. Booby Miles. Was telling, Booby, Miles. Booby Miles was telling Don Bing, Billingsley at the end, he's like, look, man, hold on to the points, hold on to the ball, roll with it. He's giving him advice, and – you know they were shitty to each other almost the whole movie so it's it's interesting to watch that i really enjoy both of these for both players i don't know i don't think i could give one or the other the the nod i thought friday night lights was kind of predictable too whereas like you have booby in the beginning who's like a mega show off and you're like oh this guy's gonna get hurt and that's gonna be like his character arc and he gets hurt and you're like and then comer is like third string you're like and then when he goes in, you're like, oh, he's going to do super well. Uh, and he does do super well. So, you know, for a movie that's based off a true story, I thought that was kind of predictable. Wow. <laughs> predictable in the fact that they lose in the state championship and somehow remember the Titans wins on a 75-yard play. No, that did surprise me. No, that did surprise me. I'm talking about the two things I talked about. I don't know if you listened, but I mentioned two points about 30 seconds ago. And then I followed that up with those points are kind of predictable. So I don't know if you, you caught that part, but that's the part I was talking about. I feel like there's some sort of lover's quarrel going on that I don't know about. I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> there's an unusual tension that's not usually here during the podcast, except between me and Javier. <laughs> just wait till the Jurassic Park reference comes up. <laughs> oh, God. I just did. <laughs> Ian, what are your thoughts about the players and the teams? I don't know if I'm the best person to ask because I didn't play football. Uh, my experience with football. So when I look at Friday Night Lights, this is probably the other side of the coin. As I see these players that, and I look at like who I knew in high school is like the football players. And it just drives me nuts. Like I, I used to go to my football games and root for my team to lose. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like that's so I don't know if I'm the best person to ask, but as far as thinking about like team dynamics and watching a team come together, I do enjoy that about Remember the Titans. I enjoy watching people learn about leadership and enact like being good leaders and how that has an effect on the entire group and brings like the team together. So that's one thing I loved about watching, even though I can't relate with the the football environment. Um, I can relate with that dynamic of bringing a team together, especially in a high intense and like very stressful situation. Um, and I think remember the Titans does that very well. Whereas when I look at Friday night lights, there's some of that, like there's that potential, but I just, I don't know if it was the actors. I don't know if it was the way the story was meant to be told or not, but I just didn't feel like they came together except for maybe like Chavez, Billingsley and Winchell. Like those three, you can tell are pretty tight, but as far as like a team dynamic, I just didn't see that as much in Friday Night Lights. And I was kind of disappointed in that part. Like it felt like they were all kind of just under so much intense pressure that coming together as a team really wasn't a priority. It, the priority was winning state. And so that was kind of, I don't know if that was a miss or if that was like part of why the story was told the way it was told. It's a good perspective. I think that's why I wanted to know what your perspective was because I figured you weren't. I think I think we talked about it before where you just, football wasn't your thing. So no, <laughs> I was, I'm interested because I I could watch. You could say here's a movie. It's got football in it. I'm like I'm fucking in. So let's do this. So I was really yeah. That's why I asked. I like that perspective. So we talk. We ready to talk about some of the outside characters? Outside characters. What do we mean? So like when I talk about, it, I brought up the mom. Like I uh, the dynamic of the mom. The you know his uncle LV which is a really cool story, right? He takes in his nephew, teaches him how to play football. You know, it becomes life, but I really like that character. On the flip side, you have both wives, or the wife in, uh, wow. Remember the Titans? Remember the Titans, Boone's wife, and then you've got the daughters. And What did you guys think? I thought the little kid was hilarious to watch, the little girl and uh, Yost. Is just- oh, I th- I thought she was annoying as hell. Yeah, she was really <laughs> annoying. I'm with Javier on that. She was so annoying. I thought she was funny. And I'm with Ian. She cracks me up. When Boone's daughter turns to her, it's like, I do not care. I was like, thank you. Someone had to say it. <laughs> See, and one of my favorite parts of that movie is when, when uh, Boone's watching film and she's sitting next to him watching film and like critiquing his his like line up in his plays i was like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen and he's just like why don't you go play with what's her his daughter's name i hate playing with dolls <laughs> i loved it she was accessorizing jj yeah <laughs> i'm accessorizing oh god but i like i i really think that both movies had some very good additions when it came to the supporting cast right so I, the daughters are fun to watch. They're the comic relief and the entertainment. But she also teaches her dad. She teaches Yost a pretty big lesson, right? At the end of the, the halftime of the first game or the last game when she's like, this isn't the time to be proud. You know, it's it's time to time to figure this out. We, you know, we're going for state. You got to figure it out. And that's when he it leads him to ask Boone for help on defense. And then so I, I there was a lot that added to that story. For me, the biggest standout for Friday Night Lights was LV. I think watching him be there for booby as all these things are going on and you know especially that moment in the car booby just comes out of the locker room being a trying to be a badass and not show that he's hurting and then he just loses his shit in the car like it that just wrecks my soul every time i watch this movie that part hurts me quite a bit and i I keep going back to ian's comment now that he said it more i'm like i think i just find joy in the misery and probably the realism of this movie it's 
because it ends on them not winning and such and these side characters portray that along with the whole narrative that's probably what resonates with me and why that movie just works because it's real to me but lv is someone that without a doubt i think that emotional undertone of him trying to get his son to be successful and even lying about it to the coach and trying to make that happen and then the realization he's like no i need to protect my my ad- adopted son quote unquote and try and figure out a better life for him beyond football you're right jj does a wonderful job doing that cool all right so should we go around and saying which one we like better do you want to lean into the accuracy first Real quick, I'll just say what's accurate. So remember the Titans, basically the only, really the only narrative that's accurate is this was a team that played football in Virginia, Northern Virginia during racial times and they won the state championship. They didn't, the thing that hurt me the most, the only thing that I really cared about is they didn't do the dance. The whole remember the Titans and we are the Titans thing that they do, that didn't exist. And that hurt me because I wanted that to be real because I thought that was super cool. But they're basically a team that won the state championship and then Disney was like, hey, we can portray this amazing narrative during this time. Friday Night Lights, they actually lost in the semifinal to Dallas Carter. They a lot of the the demographics with Billings and his dad that wasn't true either. But that that show was actually, I guess, more true in that sense. But they didn't have as much to tell as we remember the Titans did. But what I thought was interesting is well, there's actually another movie about Dallas Carter during this same year where they had players that had another true story. That's a, a really interesting movie in and of itself. But remember the Titans is definitely less truthful than Friday Night Lights. But that's okay. If you want to, so I knew this too, because but I found out on accident. I didn't read a lot about the Remember the Titans story or anything like that. What I found out was, is I watched the again. I was watching the the Blu-ray, and they had the commentary, and the commentary was before he passed away. Boone and Yost are the com. They do the movie commentary. So you watch this movie, and the two coaches that live through this situation are talking about it. And when you hear both of them talk about the fact that it was really, I was like, okay, this is a, one of my favorite movies. It's a great movie to watch. I love it. And yet I'm sitting here listening to them more often than not tell about how that wasn't how it happened. And like they, they talk about the fact that, you know, there was a couple of games where at the beginning of the season where they're like, oh, it was really close and we might lose and we can't, we got to play with heart. That never happened. There was never even a remotely close game with that team. Oh, they destroyed people. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like. Every game was 40, 50 points difference. They were just manhandling teams. The other one that really got me was, yeah, the fact that they talked about this was not our first year being integrated. And then the two coaches never had a nasty dynamic. They they came in and they talk about, we were fast friends from the beginning. Like Yost will say, he said, I was a little upset that I got basically demoted, but we... And we changed the dynamic from, I wasn't a head coach I, or assistant coach. We were both co-head coaches. And we were friends from the beginning. Like we were never, we were never at odds. There was never tension between the two of us. We were always on the same page. So it was really interesting to listen. I recommend it. It's really cool to listen to their commentary and hear them. What was really cool was listening to them talk about the players, how much respect and love they had for these kids. Um, They talk about Bertier and they talk about that dynamic and those two. And a lot of what happened at the camp, like that whole strong side, left side shit, that didn't happen either. The camp was a normal football camp. So it is interesting to listen to, but I really liked it from that perspective, listening to how much respect and love they had for these kids because they did a lot. What about the conspiracy to get Boone fired? Was that? No. Nope. That was fake? Oh, the other thing yeah. that hurt too, the Hall of Fame didn't exist back then. <laughs> no. 
Oh, uh, shut up. Really? Was, yeah, it didn't yeah. exist. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they literally took this story of a really cool, like a great football team that had a really interesting coaching situation, and then they took it and turned it into a socially powerful narrative. Yeah, the narrative. And, and they did it very well. I love the social aspect of it. I love the story and the reason that they did it. But the story that, that it's based on, this is like the perfect situation or the perfect example. Like if you were taking a movie theory, a, a film theory class of artistic licensing and artistic freedom, this is it. Because there's nothing other than the fact that this team existed and they co-coached. <laughs> that was very accurate about the story. Yeah. The real story. I'll say with Friday Night Lights, the last thing I forget that I mentioned, Booby Miles hurt his knee in a scrimmage before the season started. He did not try to come back. Correct. So that was the big blow for that one. Just want to make sure I did that for sake of playing both sides. No, it is true. And there, you know, it's, yeah, he didn't, and he never tried to play again. It was so bad. Like he had a surgery and then he did play in junior college later, but that was it. So, all right. So let's go around. Um, which movie do you like better? Uh, and then we'll rate each. And what'd you watch? So, Ian, let's start with you. Yeah. Uh, remember the Titans, hands down. Um, I'm going to do that one as the winner of this arbitration, in my opinion. As far as ratings, I would say remember the Titans, probably a 4.5. It's just a really fun movie. Really good acting, really entertaining characters. Uh, just really enjoyable movie. Friday Night Lights for me, on the other hand, I, 2.5 almost seems a little high, but I'm going to go with 2.5. Uh, just not one that I enjoyed. Probably wouldn't watch it again. I can see why people like it, but it's just not in my wheelhouse. Cool. Javier. Um, I Remember the Titans wins this hands down for me. Not even a competition. Uh, I'm going to give Remember the Titans 4.5 as well. It's a great movie. Definitely worth watching. Don't care if it's loosely based off a story that never happened, that the claim was a true story. Still love it. Still amazing. Um, I'm going to give Friday Night Lights a three because it was still pre- it was still a pretty good movie. I probably uh, I probably won't watch it again. I'll bet you there's going to be some point in our friendship that Matson and I are going to sit down and watch it again. But I'm going to let Matson kind of, you know, instigate that one. <laughs> I don't think I'd willingly like to sit down and watch it myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're still friends after today. <laughs> You're still annoying. <laughs> hey, we gotta be. We gotta throw the annoying back at you because you definitely did annoy the hell out of me and some. That's that's fair. So, and then remember the Titans. I would 100 watch again. I will watch again. I've seen that a bunch of times. I will watch it a bunch more times. Cool, Matson. All right, man. So just, uh, just full disclosure about me, Friday Night Lights is probably, mm, man, it's one of my favorite sports movies of all time, but so is Remember the Titans. Ah, uh, this is so hard for me. Remember the Titans, I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it a 4.5. Would I rewatch it without a doubt? Have I rewatched it countless times? I mean, you, you bet your bottom dollar I have. Friday Night Lights. Man, I love this movie so much, but is it as good as Remember the Titans when it comes to the music, when it comes to the likability of the actors, the coach, uh, the team? I'm going to have to give it a four just because it's 
it's not as complete as Remember the Titans, and it doesn't make me smile as much. But I like Friday Night Lights because to me, it's realistic. It it's more of the real sports story that people get injured, people don't always win, uh, but you have to keep fighting, you have to keep pushing, and for that, I really like it. But Remember the Titans, it's more fun. It's just it is more memorable in that sense. So four point five for Remember the Titans, four for Friday Night Lights. Would I watch both again? Without a doubt. So Friday Night Lights is kind of like White House Down to me, right? Like you really like it, but it's just not that good of a movie. Is that is that right? That's fair to say, right? Well, they're like in the same I ballpark. Mean, I, I would say Friday Night Lights is better than White House Down, but <laughs> I disagree, dude. I'm I'm getting to the point that like. I'm really sick of you making my comparing my favorite movies to fucking White House. <laughs> just, just like seriously, I cringe now when someone says White House. Like you can tell, I'm watching the news and they're like White House correspondent, and I get a little fucking twitch because all I can think about is this motherfucker is going to compare another movie I love to this turd of a fucking movie that he seems to hey, like. Hey, JJ. I'm just a stupid water skeeter. I'm just trying to put things into perspectives that I would understand as an idiot. Okay. I want to go on record in this podcast and say that I have never once called Javier stupid or an idiot. <laughs> I said you were a water skeeter because I appreciate the fact that you enjoy surface level movies. Yeah, but you say it in that condescending tone, you know, like no, 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 no. Like, like you're patting me on the head, you know. You're like, oh, you little water skeeter, you're so cute. Go sit down, you know. You you read it from a condescending tone because you know that I'm right about the fact that you like surface level movies. Hey, I'm not self conscious, okay? <laughs> I am firm in my masculinity and my choice in movies. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna put that out in social media. How did we get to masculinity? You were talking about masculinity, not me. You just said masculinity. I never said shit about masculinity. All I'm saying is, is I like movies with depth, sir. Hold up. When we get to so surface level movies, that's my new lead in. Another surface level movie reviewed by you truly, Javier. <laughs> Guys, I am so sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight, but I'm very sensitive right now. Fuck, dude. Like... I feel attacked. I wasn't. Even, I agreed with you half of this fucking podcast. Did you like attack me from jump, dude? Uh, dude, he was. Get my, he was after me today. I actually questioned. I, I, I was wondering if I had to text Javier and be like, "Bro, are we good?" Like, <laughs> you know, I love you, baby. Fucking it squirrel. didn't seem like it. But <laughs> Javier's my squirrel in a tree today. Fuck, goddamn White House. <laughs> down. Okay, can I get my rankings now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll allow. All right. Oh, surface level movie lover jesus so yes i will give the arbitration to god you got my fucking blood boiling right now like, <laughs> steam coming out of my ears i almost want to say the other just to contradict you right now i see what you do to me um yeah i will give the arbitration to uh, remember the titans uh, to me it's a superior movie the story's more entertaining. I like the characters. I like the actors a lot. It, it hits you right in the feels throughout most of the movie. I will give it a four and a half, but I do absolutely adore Friday Night Lights. I think it's a great movie. I can really relate to a lot of the things that are going on there just because I've seen it. I've never really lived any of it, but I've seen a lot of it. And so I can really relate and just enjoy that story. I like the weightiness of it. I like how 
dark it kind of is and heavy, but I also like that they, like Ian said earlier, there were some moments where they come together in some places and while it was still probably a toxic set of relationships, there were still some things where, you know, they were able to lift each other up in the moments that they needed them and, and get them there. So I just love watching these movies. I give it a four. I would watch both movies anytime, any place, anywhere. So there that is for those. Um, Matt's and tell them where they can find us. They can find us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at What's Our Verdict Podcast. You can also find us on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Google, Stitcher um, at What's Our Verdict for our movies and What's Our Verdict TV for our TV shows. Uh, come give us a, a follow on social media. Come subscribe to our, our podcast channels. Uh, leave us a review as well. Um, let us know if you have a, a review you'd like us to do. You can slide into our DMs or feel free to email us at host at what's our verdict.com. Awesome. Thank you, Matson. All right, gentlemen, I would say that is the verdict. We appreciate everybody turning out. Come check us out. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, that's it. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye now.